This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 563, Why Being Yourself is a Disruptive Act, by Paula Pant of affordanything.com. And I'm Dan, your host, and this is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance. And hey, if you want to meet some like-minded people online, including some of the hosts of our shows, come join our Facebook group. You can find it by searching for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts in Facebook, or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. For now, let's hear today's post as we start optimizing your life. Why Being Yourself is a Disruptive Act by Paula Pant of affordanything.com. We ought to spend time and money in a way that's aligned with our values. In reality, our spending habits are often tied to other people's expectations of us. Humans are social creatures. The people in our lives influence us, both consciously and in subtle ways we never realize. We decide that we should climb a career ladder, buy fancy appliances, and live behind a white picket fence. There's nothing wrong with these choices, as long as it's a conscious, deliberate decision. Our only error is buckling to the expectation that we're a failure if we don't follow the script. But influence is a two-way street. If we break away from the mold, we challenge other people's assumptions. We create chaos without saying a word. Being yourself is disruptive. Being yourself is a disruptive act. Your lifestyle becomes a mirror that forces people to re-examine their own decisions. The result? Some people will criticize you. The rude ones may overtly condemn you but the polite ones will mask their assumptions in the form of a question. It'll often be tied to age and or an arbitrary timeline. Like, aren't you too old to be living with roommates? There's no age limit. You've been in a relationship for five years? Why aren't you married yet? I live by my own schedule. No kids yet? The clock is ticking. OMG, if I hear that one more time. Your project still isn't profitable? Shouldn't you quit? I'm not going to honor that with a response. Shouldn't you have a nicer car or house or wardrobe by now? Shouldn't you stop questioning my life? These questions have nothing to do with you. They pertain to the person posing the questions. They want you to confirm their assumptions so that their worldview can persist intact. By the way, my friends who follow the so-called right path still get hassled. You're getting married or having kids already? Aren't you too young for that? Pleasing others' expectations is a no-win situation no matter what side of the fence you're on. No one asks how you can afford conventional things. From 2008 to 2010, I backpacked across Europe, the Middle East, Asia, and Australia and New Zealand. I heard tons of assumptions about how I paid for the trip. Roughly 50% of the assumptions involved some imaginary benefactor, usually a male figure like a father or boyfriend. Did your dad pay for it? Or you snagged a rich boyfriend, huh? Why is it so hard to imagine that a girl can pay her own way? The other 50% assumed that I maxed out credit cards to fund the trip. Newsflash, noodle carts in Cambodia don't take visa. Almost no one guessed the obvious. I saved money. You know, the old-fashioned way? I lived like a cheapskate. I wrote freelance articles until my fingers hurt. I saved aggressively. It's not rocket science, folks. No one questions us when we spend thousands of dollars on conventional things, like buying a house, buying a car, paying for grad school, having a baby. Those are massive, big-dollar expenses, yet no one bats an eye at how we afford it, especially if we do these things at a socially appropriate age. But the moment we spend that type of money on something extraordinary, questions form. Stick with those who inspire you. The solution? 
Ruthlessly call the people in your life. Surround yourself with yay-sayers. Keep company with those who inspire you. Don't waste your time trying to educate people who aren't willing to learn. This world holds plenty of beautiful people, ones who handle challenges with grace and enthusiasm. When you tell them you're spending your time and money on something unconventional, they'll be the first to say, sweet, that's awesome. Here's the true test. They'll show enthusiasm regardless of whether or not your tastes mesh with theirs. They understand that it's valid for you to spend time and money on something they would never want, buy, or do themselves. Here's one of my favorite examples. A few years before we started dating, my boyfriend Will and a few of his friends bought an $800 school bus at an auction. They retrofitted it into a house on wheels, complete with a kitchen sink, beds, couches, and a veggie oil-powered engine. Then they set out from their home in Colorado to tour the West Coast. Most of Will's friends share his lifestyle tastes, so this didn't rock their assumptions about life. They'd do the same thing. But one of his friends holds different preferences. That sounds miserable, he said. I'd never want to live with a bunch of stinky people on a school bus. Nonetheless, this guy was one of Will's chief supporters. He never uttered a word of discouragement. He never planted seeds of self-doubt into Will's head about how this decision would derail his career or cost thousands. When Will needed help troubleshooting the transmission or fixing the engine, this guy pitched in with enthusiasm. Have fun, he told Will. Call me if you need anything. Then he went home to his white picket fence in the suburbs, a conscious, deliberate lifestyle choice that suited his own taste. He aligned his money and time in the way that suited him, and he allowed others to do the same. Live and let live. It's a simple concept, really, but few people do it. Most people question their friends' dreams, especially when those choices are framed in days and dollars. You could buy a house with that money, they'll say. You could finish grad school in that amount of time. Life involves a series of trade-offs. Know what you're willing to sacrifice for the life you want. Surround yourself with people who support it. The rest will follow. You just listened to the post titled Why Being Yourself is a Disruptive Act by Paula Pant of affordanything.com. And once again, you can meet some like-minded people and some of the hosts of our five shows in our Facebook group. To find it, you can search for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts in Facebook or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. And that does it for me today. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you tomorrow in the Thursday show. That's where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.